Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to mention that I heard your requests. A lot of you said that you were interested in my new moon and full moon restorative rituals, but you were not interested in practicing yoga with me during the week. So I heard you. I get it. We started something new in online yoga club. It's called the moon membership, and you can join me monthly for the new moon and the full moon restorative rituals, and also get a guided meditation each month for the planetary season that we are in. If you were interested in joining me for those new moon and full moon rituals and getting a guided meditation each season, the moon membership is perfect for you. It's a great way for you to develop a relationship with the moon cycle. So I hope you'll join us. You can head over to my website, veronicaparetti.com slash moon membership, and I will link it up in the show notes below. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am Veronica, and I'm happy to be back with you. So I apologize. We had no podcast last week or the week before. I was on vacation and then I came back and I actually recorded a podcast, but I was so exhausted that I just couldn't get to editing it or putting it out to you. And that happens sometimes. It's a good reminder to me about why I want to batch this ahead of time. And hopefully the latter half of this year, I'll finally make that dream happen. But In the meantime, we had a lot going on, so let me catch you up. We had Venus conjunct Uranus last weekend. So on Saturday, June 11th, Venus and Uranus joined in the sky. Now, that can make you feel a little bit shaky, a little bit restless. We're seeing that uncertainty play out in the markets. We've been seeing that in the stock market, in crypto. If you're paying attention to the news, you know all of what's going on in that part of our world. And that makes sense because Venus rules money and Venus is currently in her home sign of Taurus. And when Venus is in Taurus, she's very concerned with the state of our finances. She wants us to make sure that we've got enough money in savings. She likes safety and sustainability and security when she's in Taurus. Now Uranus is also in Taurus and he's been there for a while since 2018. So he's been wreaking havoc for a little bit, but every year when Venus comes and joins him, it creates a sense of uncertainty and tension. And that's what we were feeling. And one of my yoga students said on Monday during our moon day meditations and cosmic conversations, which is a new free offering that I have on Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to make sure that you join us for those, make sure that you're on my email list and you can join my email list by going to astrocheatsheet.com. It's astrocheatsheet.com. You go in there, enter your email, you will get my awesome cheat sheet companion to this podcast so that you know what all the planets mean, what all the signs mean, and then you'll be on my email list and then you'll get the signups for our Monday meditations. It's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. We are co-creating that space together. I would love for you to be a part of it. 
It is a meditation, some journaling, and some astro talk. Super simple. If you haven't come, please come next week. We're going to have another one on the 20th. And then I'm not sure when the next one will be because I'm going to be moving in a few weeks. So I'm going to be in that crazy headspace. So not sure, but they are going to eventually perhaps be a weekly offering. Stay tuned for that. You always want to be sure that you're on the email list for the latest. Okay. Venus conjunct Uranus shaking things up. We're reassessing what is important and what we value and what value things have like crypto, like the stock market. Now on Monday of this week, we had Mercury move into Gemini. So Mercury is still in his post retrograde shadow period. He retrograded in Gemini, went through the beginning degrees of Gemini, went back into Taurus, stationed at the late degrees of Taurus, turned around, went direct, and now he's re-entering Gemini. So this is the third and final time that Mercury will be in the part of your chart that houses those early degrees of Gemini. So if you know your chart, if you are able to look at your chart, you can see where early Gemini is, and that's where Mercury is doing some work. It's finishing up the renovation, if you will. Now, we have four planets currently in their domicile, which means we have four planets living in their homes. We have Mercury in his home sign of Gemini. We have Venus in her home sign of Taurus. We have Mars in his home sign of Aries. And we have Saturn in his home sign of Aquarius. So all of these planets are actually visible in the early morning sky right now. Now, having these four personal planets in domicile means that they are not answering to anyone. They're each doing their own thing and they're each operating in the way that they like to operate, which means that we have all of the tools at our disposal right now to make things happen. So this is your invitation. This week is has a lot forward moving energy to it. So all of that stuff we've been sitting in with eclipse season and Mercury retrograde and then feeling hungover from all of that and feeling sluggish and exhausted and tired. And Lord knows I've been feeling that too. We're just finally going to get an opportunity to shake that off and really make some new stuff happen this week. So We have a full moon in Sagittarius on Tuesday. I am recording this after the full moon, so we've already experienced it. It was in a T-square with Neptune. So the moon was in Sag, equally opposite the sun in Gemini, and they formed a T-square with Neptune. This is prompting us to question what is true. So this weekend when we had our full moon in Sagittarius restorative ritual in the moon membership, he did some journaling around what do I believe to be true about myself. So I invite you to consider that this week. What do you believe to be true about yourself or what do you want to believe to be true about yourself and what is holding you back from making that a reality? Full moons are always the apex of the lunar cycle. It is a celebration, a sense of fullness and satisfaction, but it also illuminates what's happening. So Sagittarius is a sign that is associated with finding the truth 
And we see this in the symbolism of the archer pointing his arrow upward, ascending toward truth, moving toward our highest good. There is a sense of faith and hope and optimism when we work with the archetype of Sagittarius. So hopefully this full moon has brought a sense of hope and optimism and confidence back to you. Sagittarius is a sign that's ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is in fellow fire sign of Aries. So there is a fire to this full moon. There is a sense of wanting to get going. And that might be feeling a little bit restless because Mars is conjunct Chiron the day after on Wednesday when I'm recording this. So you might be acting or reacting out of emotional pain. Fire often brings up that sense of urgency, that sense of irritation, especially if it's already existing underneath the surface. So this is a full moon that might prompt some of us to take really positive action, especially actions that will help us heal because we're being encouraged by Mars conjunct Chiron. And some of us might be in a state of reaction, reacting to what we don't like, what is feeling like a threat. And that's because Neptune rules not only illusions and fantasies and imagination and that state of being in meditation, but it also rules delusions and feeling like you've been taken or taken advantage of or lied to. And I have to say, I think that this full moon is certainly being seen in the collective with the response to the hearings. And apparently a lot of Americans watched the hearings about the January 6th insurrection. And if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know my politics and you know how I feel about all of that. And I just want to remind you that we are living in the midst of our Pluto return, the first Pluto return that the USA is going through as a country, because we are a young country, those of us that are Americans or live in America. And I always give that caveat because I know some people do tune in from other parts of the world. This Pluto return is the first one we're having. It takes 245 years for Pluto to go around the Zodiac, to go around the sun. So we are in uncharted territory. And yes, we can see how other countries have experienced Pluto returns. But just like your Saturn return was unique to you, if you've been through your Saturn return, if you're over 29, then you've had your first Saturn return. And if you're over 59, you've had your second one. And if you're 29 or 59, Godspeed, you're in your Saturn return. So every person's Saturn return is unique to them based on where Saturn is in their chart and how Saturn is aspected in your chart. So this Pluto return is unique to us as a country, and it's very much based on the chart of the U.S. So this full moon is having an impact. As a country, we are a Sag rising country. So certainly having an impact, and we're seeing some things, and we're seeing the truth, And we're working through that. We're processing that as a nation, as a society. And the rest of the world is also watching that, of course. So while we are experiencing the Pluto return, of course, it's also having an impact on other countries as well. 
So that is to say that I think truth is the order of the day this week. And the theme of this week is if you're honest with yourself and with others, you can really move forward with a lot of speed. So be honest with yourself. Take a moment to pause and process the emotions that are coming up so that you can see them clearly. Because a lot of the time, it's not that we don't want to be honest with ourselves. We do. We just don't take the time to actually reflect and get clear on what's happening. But the sun being in Gemini gives us the opportunity to see something from all sides. And in the ancient days, the rishis, the seers, the sages, they were called that because they could actually see something from all directions and not necessarily make a judgment on it, but just be aware of it. And that's the essence of our yoga practice. How can we become more aware and more knowing of ourself and our true experience? So I implore you to take some time this week to just be with what is, to see it clearly, and to be honest with yourself about what comes up. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? You can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. As I mentioned, Mars is conjunct Chiron on Wednesday, and that might bring up some more emotion. But then we have this really beautiful, fortifying and stabilizing, discerning energy on Thursday because the sun will trine Saturn. The sun in Gemini, seeing something from all sides, trine Saturn in Aquarius, taking the bird's eye view. This can give you some clarity, and we all have been really wanting some clarity. Now, on the same token, the sun is going to be squaring Neptune on the same day. So while we're having this really stabilizing, clarifying energy, we also might be having this very disorienting energy that's making us question things, that's making us doubt things. Now, on one hand, I'm kind of bummed that that Neptune is getting involved, But I also think that it's really important because the Neptune being involved gives us the opportunity to see where maybe we were not honest with ourselves, to see maybe where we are being taken advantage of. So this gives us an opportunity to get clear if we're willing to see it. Now on Saturday and Sunday, Venus is going to be talking to Saturn and Neptune. So the latter half of this week is really dominated by Saturn and Neptune. Saturn is the planet that is most associated with giving us boundaries and limitations, but also helping us create structures so that we can grow and evolve. Neptune is most associated with helping us escape our reality, with helping us go to those places of feeling Um, in the flow, feeling creative, feeling that we're with the muse, also romance. Neptune is very romantic. So 
Venus is going to sextile Neptune on Sunday, but before she does, she's going to square Saturn on Saturday. So Venus squaring Saturn is going to help you take responsible action, take discerning action, which is useful. You know, Saturn sometimes can slow us down when he squares a inner planet like Venus, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes we need to slow down to see what the next right step is. And then Venus, of course, is going to have that nice, beautiful sextile with Neptune on Sunday, which is going to help us put our resources, Venus is what we value, our money, our time, our affection, putting our resources and our dreams together because Neptune rules our fantasies, our imagination, what our dreams are, what do we want to create? You know, one of my favorite practices is journaling. It's something I feel like so strongly. It's like me being my own therapist every day when I journal. And I have one particular journal that I use where it makes you rewrite your 10 dreams. And this week I revisited that page and I hadn't done it in a while. And I realized it was hard for me to come up with 10. It was hard for me to come up with five. I was just having a really hard time seeing beyond the immediate future. But the beauty of Neptune is that he helps us do that. So if you have some time this weekend, sit with your journal. Of course, you want to take some responsible action, but also give yourself some time and some space to dream about the future and let your pen flow and be in that space with the muse, because that is what Neptune is there for. It's to help us get out of our own way. So if you're honest with yourself this week and with others, you will move forward with speed. That is the takeaway. That's what I've got for you. I am excited about this astrology. I'm excited about this week. I think it's going to help you shake off the fatigue and the doubt and the overwhelm of eclipse season and Mercury retrograde. And if it doesn't, if you're still feeling like you are in it, that is okay. That's probably because some of these planets are activating your personal chart. That Mars Chiron is pretty intense. If you've got something at 15 degrees Aries or any of the cardinal signs, that might be having an impact. So don't be hard on yourself. There is always more astrology to come. There is always energy available to you. And most importantly, the best thing you can do is listen to your intuition, listen to your body, ask it what it needs, and then honor its desires. Okay. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.